Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Good morning, this is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. Hi, I'm Goodman Strauss is back with us. Good morning. Uh, We're coming in with Frank Sinatra singing about the moon when last week's math problem was about a desert. Right. Well, we'll see shortly why that, you know, what the connection is. <laughs> why we have blue eyes. One of, a fantastic song, by the way. Yeah, it's classic. One of the best. Last week's puzzle, we put Haas Cartwright of Bonanza fame traveling across a desert. Right. And we Headed to Fort Vulcan, Headed five to... days away. Right. But how is he going to get there with water? And that was the gist right. of the so problem. He, had, uh, he could carry three days' worth of water. On his person. Could, and he could bring along porters, each of whom could carry three days' worth of water. And he could dismiss a porter and take whatever water the that person didn't need to get back home. And if a porter were stranded out in the middle of, you know, had several days back, he could have established caches to help the the porter back home. Drop the water on the way and say, right. okay, when you get back here, here's another day's worth right. of water. And so for a four days out, uh, remember it took one porter because Haas would go along with the porter for one day. They'd start out with six days' worth of water. They'd go for one day, and they'd have four days' worth of water between them left. Haas would fill up and take three days' worth of water. That would be enough to get him on his way and then send the porter back home with the one remaining day's worth of water. And so you said, what about five days? Five days, right. And we had uh, one correct answer. It was Rajat Chattajia again. And we had a couple of more complicated answers. And we also, uh, nobody actually spent the time to do the bonus problem. That was too bad because that's really quite a remarkable thing. So we'll come to that in just a bit. The bonus problem was Haas had to go 10 days along the way. Let's see. Well, we know that if he can get, uh, if Haas can get a porter, a fully loaded porter and himself fully loaded one day out, then he's got four days left. And we know that that'll be sufficient, right? Right. And he also has to, uh, not only that, but have a water waiting for that porter on the way back. So he has to get himself and one porter fully loaded one day out and have water waiting for that porter on the way back. So that actually takes three additional porters. As we've seen, a porter can carry one water one day and have enough to make a round trip, right? One water consumed, leave a water, and one water back. So it begins to grow exponentially. That's right. It takes four porters total to go five days. That is uh, the one original porter we talked about, and then three more to sort of support that. So it takes a grand total of 1,096 porters to go 10 days. 1,096. Isn't that wonderful? And then, So wait, it only takes you one to go four days. Yeah. But if you want to extend that less than a week, you're going to have to bring along 1,095 more additional porters? Yeah, apparently. But you dismiss uh, two-thirds of them after one day. So, and then for 20 days, it takes 64,570,082 porters. How many which, for, <laughs> for 20 days? I'm sorry, that, that never went right by me. Six, well, a little bit more than 64 million. Wow. Yeah, and that's amazing. Well, it's the magic of exponential growth. Is this kind of the same theory that works when I'm trying to get past the mall on 71B <laughs> headed north or south? It around? feels that way, doesn't it? <laughs> that the cars have just grown exponentially over the last couple of years here? <laughs> Well, anyway, so what uh, this has to do with, uh, so we started off with Fly Me to the Moon. Right. Right. And so um, it's quite remarkable that very little energy is actually required to lift something up into space by itself. Just 
For example, I have here the amount of energy. How many gallons of gasoline are required to lift a Volkswagen Beetle, the old kind of Volkswagen Beetle, mm -hmm. into low Earth orbit, say 400 miles up? How many gallons? Yeah. Oh gosh, it's got to be. I mean, that's a that that's got to be a million gallons. Well, it's actually if you could just lift the Volkswagen and do nothing else, it's actually only uh, 48 gallons of gasoline are required. But now, when the space shuttle goes up, or any any craft or goes even up, even a small craft, right? It takes uh, this enormous uh, rockets, right? Right. So the thing is that as you go up, you have to overcome air resistance primarily, mm -hmm. and so you have to have a constant supply of fuel every step of the way. So you've, it's just exactly the same as the Porter problem. You it's have to, exponential. It's exponential. You have to lift the fuel to lift the fuel to lift the fuel oh, to lift the fuel, right? You have to just carry a huge amount of fuel to carry a slightly less amount of fuel to carry a slightly less amount wow. of fuel. And then ultimately, you get that little Volkswagen Beetle up into space. Now, is that related to, to what we're going to tease our listeners with this week? Uh, well, no, only maybe thematically. So well, uh, we'll, we'll go into hey, space Hey, for a non-mathematician, that's enough. Right, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so here's a nice little bit of music. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. When I was a child, I saw on television a couple of times, and it kind of freaked me out for a few years. <laughs> and that's sort of a long, uh, sounds very, pretty similar to that song. So, um, but I couldn't, I can't tell you what it was. So it was some sort of TV movie, and I didn't understand the plot at all, but it seemed to have something to do with a guy in a spaceship, a small little space capsule, and somebody else was on a little spacewalk outside the capsule, and the tether got cut or broke away or something, something, and the guy floats head over heels off into space, right? Right. So <clears throat> here we go. On their way to Mars, astronauts, and I gave them names, but they're really just alphabetical. So ARP, Bix, Calder, and Druff. Those sound like good astronaut names. <laughs> so A, B, C, and D. Arp, Bix, Calder, and Druff decide to take a walk. Each astronaut has a tether, which can be attached to another astronaut or to the ship. Okay. Of course, um, no astronaut's allowed to float away. So the astronauts are going to all be outside, you know, tethered to one another into the ship. And... Uh, and they have plenty of time on their hands and decide to consider every possible arrangement of ways they can tether each other up. How many such arrangements are possible? And then a bonus, how about if we have Arp, Bix, Calder, Druff, and Erp? So uh, astronaut E is tangled. E, right. So let me see if I get this visually. So you could all be tethered single file? Single, right, right. We could have Arp tethered to Bix, tethered to Calder, tethered to Druff. Or we could rearrange them in various kinds of ways. Or we could have Arp and Bix tethered separately to the ship, and then Calder and Gruff tethered in a line, and so forth like that. But if we ever have a of something like, for example, Arp tethered to Bix and Bix tethered to Arp, they would just float off into space. So you have to be connected, ultimately, to your spaceship. Right. Haim, thanks a lot. Well, thank you. We'll have the solution you for next you. next week. That's right, next Sunday morning. And when you have your solution, or in the case of some of us, your guess, uh, email us at info at uark.edu. That's K-U-A-F-I-N-F-O at uark.edu. Thanks a lot. See you.